Pickaxe. If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Triforce Podcast, the first one for Christmas. We're actually recording this day six of Jingle Jam. Whoa. Um, just after the Civ stream happened, and oh. therefore, a little bit hungover, but actually, I'm okay. I was well behaved. I was well behaved. Good. Sips uh, Pflax, how you doing? Looking good, feeling awesome. Yeah, okay. same. Looking amazing, feeling Minnesota, you know, the same. So, have you got <laughs> Christmas decorations up yet? No. Uh, yeah. I do, unfortunately. What have you got? Tree. Give me the rundown. Some lights. We got like a garland and uh, I had to buy some like um, some of those zip ties to, to tie the garland because it's going outside. Mm-hmm. You mean like a wreath, right? Like the, Nah, the wreath. it's like because uh, like, we have like a, a balcony like uh, off of our bedroom. It's it, it sounds better than it is. It's never used. It's covered okay. in bird shit too, but it has a railing. And um, we're going to put like some whatever leaves or something on it with lights in it. I haven't put it up yet. You're making it sound like like some hillbilly Christmas tree like set up. Yeah, we got a couple of deer carcasses and uh, some human skulls as well. And uh, a whole bunch of dream catchers that we're going to hang up all over the garden too. Nice and very multi-religious of you. Yeah. 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 We're getting the tree this weekend. Just didn't get a chance last weekend. You guys, do you guys get a real tree? Yeah. yeah. Oh, where's, man. It, where's it come from? Squire's Garden Center. Oh, Squire's Garden Center. So where do they source their trees, huh? Hmm? Oh, huh? I'm sure they get them from a special work camp set up for political detainees. Yes. Um, and that sounds about right. The people right, are yeah. tortured and forced to tend to a crop of Christmas. I don't know. A fucking field. <laughs> A Christmas tree field. I mean, if they, if you've got to ethically source a tree nowadays, what are you telling me? Some trees are bad. Come on, man. It's a tree. They grow the trees in a field. They cut them down. You buy the tree, and then it rots away in your living room for like a month. I think it's about ten years it takes to grow a tree. Not a Christmas tree. So it says here. Yeah. Uh, well, how long would a Christmas tree take to grow? What? Like- it takes one night. Santa flies over the top of it. Letting right. out special pine trees. <laughs> Sprinkles magic, magic all over it. Yeah, it grows. Yeah. Thanks, Santa. Enjoy your profits, young tree grower. <laughs> <laughs> Man, these guys, like the um, the the amount of planning that like, uh, you know, they're not much to look at Christmas tree lots, are they? They're just no. like uh, some wire fence around them and a wooden sign and like some dude wearing a lot of warm clothing. But like. That guy's a genius. He had to start planning like 20 years in advance to make mm. sure that his stock levels were full. 
uh, for 20 years in the future. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a huge investment in time and stuff for, you know, he had to sort of say, is Christmas still going to be big in 20 years' time after all these trees have grown? <laughs> and I'm ready to start selling them? What if there's a drought? You know, what if there's another great, great to fucking impression? <laughs> we don't, yeah. Nobody celebrates Christmas anymore and I'm stuck with all these fucking trees. That's true. The, you know? the, I mean, the, the cheap plastic tree market, that must, that must eat into his profits, right? Yeah. I have a plastic tree, but it's not, it wasn't a cheap one. I can, I can attest to that. It was a, it was a, but it's a, it's so it's a plastic tree that has tinsel on it already, like built in. Also, it has lights built into it as well with right. different settings. Was it also too. made at Santa's workshop? I'm so sure it was. Santa yeah. just flew it's, over. It's fairly magical. Enjoy your profits, Chinese factory worker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so this thing sits in the attic all year round and, um, this year I went up to get it and there's no light in the attic. So I had to f- fumble around. I got these like, you've seen these like LED light switches, you know, you don't plug They have batteries and there's yeah. just like a, it's just a switch. So I put a couple of those up in the attic because I very rarely go up there. And when I do need to go up there, obviously you need light. So I put a couple of those up there. Oh, it's like a Santa's grotto up there. It is pretty but much. It's yeah. all and twinkly with the Christmas tree on the floor from last year and the yeah. Christmas lights because I couldn't be bothered to hook anything else up. That's it. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so I'm up there rummaging around for all the decorations <laughs> and stuff. And then oh, I look... Oh, there's a man up here in <laughs> a suit. Hello, little boy. Yeah. What are you doing up here in Santa's Grotto? <laughs> and it's like a dirty mattress on the floor. Well, well, <laughs> Chained to oh the wall. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the corner of my eye, I just see this massive heap of junk and you know that's not overly surprising there's a lot of junk up in the attic i'm already getting a fucking horror film vibe from this just just so i look over and my heart my heart just sinks because the fucking tree sprung out of the box like i guess the tape just went a bit rotten the tape that was holding the box closed it made a break for it it lost its stick and then at some point it just sprung open and the fucking all the parts of the tree because it comes in like three or four parts like you you take it down and apart sort of thing are all over the place and I just thought you know what fuck I wish that somehow they would just cancel Christmas this year so I could just leave this in a pile and not Jesus Christ not sort it out and, and bring it okay. bring it down now I will say I've been um, after the streams and after my stuff I've been going home and watching Haunting of Hill House on Netflix right I've been watching right. like episode by episode and it's good it's really good it's really spooky though and it's really oh god there's like in like every scene there's like a, a horrible ghost face or something it's terrifying man I'm right. really I'm not good with horror stuff anyway but yeah I've stopped I'm watching totally horror stuff getting a haunted vibe from your house with the deer carcass on the door over the door the dream catchers you go in I've just been playing a lot of Red Dead so I swear I put this Christmas tree away and there's like a horrible ghost face over your shoulders you like picking up the bits off the floor also what the fuck was this Christmas tree a jack in the box Come on, Sips. No, it's no, like it's a fake like, tree, isn't it? It's so, a fake tree that comes yeah. in, in parts, and when you put it back in the box, it never fits back in the box yeah. the way we that had you one, bought we it. We had one for years, and then yeah. we were like, do you know what? This thing is, I'm sick of it. I'm sick yeah. of it. So we just chucked it and got a real tree. Because, you know, it's just it's just nicer, isn't it? The smell of the tree. Yeah. Do you do the whole Griswold-like thing where you go out to the lot with your whole family in the station wagon? and? yeah. Sing, so I strap it songs. to the top of the car and everything. We're going on yeah. Saturday. So I, I actually do the the proper dad Christmas tree run. Nice. Always buy a tree that Mrs. F says, oh, don't get that one. It's too big. I'm like, we're getting the biggest one we can get. You know, and yeah. the kid's like, yay. 
stuff like that is it's just that's Christmas to me. Yeah. And then it like barely fits in. It's like bent over and scratches the ceiling. Exactly. But the decorations every year, I like here's the, the, the trick to keeping your Christmas lights in order is you get a cereal box or any piece of cardboard and you cut so you have one sort of flat piece, like a single pane of cardboard, if you like. And then in the top, in the long edges, you cut a little curve into it. So it's sort of shaped a bit like a, a big, really fat capital letter I, right? right? And then you wrap the lights around that to keep them in order because they, they don't provide any way to tidy the lights in the box. You oh, just shove yeah. them in a box. But you'll never get them to stay no. that way. I wrap them around my fist. I, right, I like but, to wrap them around my fist to make a ball. You just keep them there all year? No, I put them back in the little box that they came in. Well, let me tell you, try the cereal box technique, all right? The, here's the only problem though is when it comes time to take down the lights obviously you wrap them back or hold on there's my do the Triforce podcast alarm yeah I'm doing it um, <laughs> ahead the, of uh, schedule too uh, very yeah, efficient I the, uh, well, I Lewis very is always late right? he was at Christmasy I thought you needed some Christmas music for this podcast <laughs> and so that was what it was just played it I was like, that's very thoughtful but, of it but here's the thing every year I think was I too lazy last year to correctly put away the lights. Did I just go like, fuck it, shove them in a box? Or did I wrap them carefully, planning ahead for future me? Well, this is exactly the thing, isn't it? It's like Christmas, like summer, is just that little bit far away when it's over. And yeah, you so think, you think, ah, I will worry about it next year. Do you know what I mean? And you're like, that's future period's problem. You know, yeah. that's not current problem period's problem. Yeah. Current period's problem is like, you know... There's like a dog like scratching one of our children to That's death, right. and like you know, future Pyrian can deal with the bird's nest of right. Christmas lights. But did did past Pyrian? Because I'm future Pyrian. It's coming up. Future Pyrian is now. Yeah, right. It's like two days till future Pyrian has to unwind the Christmas lights, and I'm worried about about past Pyrian and whether he actually whether he got it, pulled twat. his fucking finger out and didn't wasn't a cunt about it and just put yeah. the fucking lights away properly. So I haven't looked yet. I hope I was good last year. I really do, because it's a pain in the ass. Well, like so does Santa, because otherwise you're going to have to lay down on that dirty mattress. <laughs> no profits for Santa. you this year. Just a deposit, a deposit from Santa. <laughs> so what else you got? What else you got on the Christmas Christmas planning? Have you bought any presents yet, Sips? You got any like yeah, stuff sorted we, so out? Yeah, we sort of start buying presents like we we accumulate presents like throughout the year. So it's Good like. Thinking. We don't just do last minute shopping, like although some last minute shopping does take place. Um, generally, just like a mountain of toys starts to develop in my garage, like early on in the year, and then we sort of forget what's in here, and then we end you up slowly buying play too with much all. stuff. And then, um, but yeah, I mean, it's good though. I like the kids obviously love it and stuff. They're like looking forward to it. And both of their birthdays are kind of like right before Christmas too. Yeah, so one of my daughters is in November. Part of the lead up to Christmas is not only putting up the decorations, but then sorting through all their old toys and giving right. a bunch of them away to make room right, right. for like the new stuff. Because otherwise mm. it's just a fucking mess. Like there's just toys everywhere. They're, they're, they're so quick to dump their old toys if there is a replacement. And yeah. the requirement is if you want X... You'll have to get rid of Y. They're like, don't fuck Y. Get Y out of it. I don't give a shit about it. I was like, okay, because oh, when we, we just bought don't you even, that last year, you begged for it, and now you're happy to see the back of it. So do you even want X? Oh, yeah, I really want it. Oh, I want it so bad. Oh. I mean, our it. kids are so small. There's not not even any consultation required. It's just like, yeah. Oh. You know, they Do don't they not notice this. if it's gone. I have, they, to, I have to consult. Yeah, every once in a while, like, they'll come out of left field, like, you know, six months later and be like, 
remember that uh, red car I used to have? Oh, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, let me just go find that for you. Yeah. Here, let me distract you for five seconds and you'll forget yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Sips has to go into his dad garage and like like sadly pick up that red car that he's really been enjoying playing with for the past six months and then bring it back into the house. <laughs> it's just like covered in Vaseline Bye. and oh smells God. like condoms. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, laying up in two condoms. Oh gross. Yuck. That's gross. That, that is gross. That's that is gross. Well, I went too far. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. So, like, do you do, you, do, you do cards? Because when I was a, a kid, right, our like office and study or whatever spare room would be, we had so many cards that what mum and dad would do is they would like make put strings up on the wall and hang the cards as if they were Christmas decorations, right? So, because we would get cards from everyone, it was just like a kind of thing that was done back then, like. Everyone in my dad's office and my mom's office would. I think get that's the key, though. Back then, it was done. Like I don't think people are nice anymore. So I, I hate it. I hate it. I, I don't. That, that's Mrs. F's purview. Like I am not interested in cards. I don't send my friends birthday cards. I don't send you know anybody Christmas cards. It's all Mrs. No. F because I don't I think care. In, I so, think in every marriage, there's one nominated card writer, isn't there? Yeah, like, I think sadly, it's all. It's, it's generally speaking, it's it's the the woman in any partnership. Yeah. Um, yeah, because yeah. I, I think they're the ones that get shit from other women. <clears throat> like my mum, if the, she didn't get a Christmas card, she ain't complaining to me. She's complaining to Mrs. F. You know what I mean? Thank you cards. Fucking yeah. thank you cards. Surely giving a gift and the person saying thank you is enough. You need a card. Like, you need a card to say thank you. And I, I read a post where sometimes when I'm feeling really, uh, really parenty, I read Mumsnet. Have you ever read Mumsnet? Oh, good. Yeah, yeah well, Mumsnet comes yeah. up on all the Google searches when you're like, right. my kid is barfing. And then Mumsnet's <laughs> like, I had a kid one time who was barfing too. Um, and then there's like <laughs> 20,000 fucking posts about kids barfing. Yeah. I mean, I, I really like it. Result. It's funny. There's a, there's a sub forum called Am I Being Unreasonable, <laughs> which is R- right. my favorite. And it's literally women saying, Someone pushed in front of me in a bus queue and I called them an old cow and everyone looked really horrified. Am I being unreasonable to call someone an old cow for pushing in front of me in the bus queue? It's like, don't be so worried about shit. You know what I mean? But I think a lot of the time that's the way people are. They're terrified. Did I do something wrong? Am I being unreasonable? And everybody's got, oh my God, you are not being unreasonable, which is Y-A-M-B-U. So it's Yanbu or Wabu, depending on what you are being unreasonable. Yanbo. But on Reddit, that's am I the asshole? Right. So it's that, like exactly. someone says like, my, my wife is um is 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 hanging out with this new guy at work and so i followed her and it turned out that they were having sex <laughs> so i i shot her am i the asshole <laughs> it's like ps i'm in jail <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know they they a lot of them are the asshole yeah, yeah you but, are an but asshole. people need to i think a but lot some of, of them people... are just very polite people. Well, some people we, oftentimes seek out the uh, consultation of other assholes to make them feel better, you know? Because other concern. assholes would be like, yo, I'll fucking kill him. Yeah, I would I would have done it too. Good for you. But I'm not in jail. You are. But still, I would have done it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, the, I mean, I think a lot of the time you, you feel like something has happened. And you think, my worldview has been shaken because these other people seem to think this was fine. It's To me, it's clearly not fine. Surely I'm not insane here. And you need someone else to step in that that has no stake in the game sometimes and i think that's one of the good things about the internet is you can ask for feedback and you get a hundred percent honest feedback because people don't know you 
Whereas but you're yeah. asking your friends. You get a mix of feedback, and you could scroll down to the feedback you want, and you're like, oh, yes. Yeah, you, do get, you do get a mix of feedback, because I think on the internet, there's a lot of people who are projecting their ideal selves and not actually yeah, themselves. Well, so, some of us do that. Project, I don't do that. Though. I project one of the worst me's there is. Me too. God, I'm so self-deprecating -de and, and everything. But some people, are like, their real lives are terrible for whatever reason or they're, you know, it's not, not quite what they expected or whatever. But then they can make up for that on the internet by sort of reinventing themselves. Yeah. Sort of thing, you know what I mean? It's good though. So it's hard to get legit feedback sometimes from people who are so... Um, you know, broken, I guess. <laughs> Jesus. Broken Well, people. I mean, yeah. But there was, anyway, there was one on the Am I Being Unreasonable where it was more of a sort of, holy shit, is this a, even a thing? Their daughter had received some presents and they'd sent a thank you card and they'd received the thank you card for the thank you card. <laughs> right, and they're okay. like, am I being unreasonable to think that this is a, a, a bridge too far in the thank you game and kind of ridiculous? Because now she's thinking, well, so hang on a sec, that is just to send does that thank mean you card that, to that if I get a thank you card from this person, I need to now thank them for the thank you card? Like, where does it end? And well, exactly. I mean, that so is causing cycle. an infinite loop right it is. there, isn't it? That's probably like, that's like trying to divide by zero, P-Flex. It's ridiculous. That kind of stuff is dangerous. It is. You know? break things. Those are the kind of things that Reddit posts are made of, though, right? It's true. Like, for the past 20 years, I have been responding thank you to a thank you card that was originally sent to me in 1931. And every <laughs> year since, a thank you card has been sent back off the back of another thank you card in a long exchange of thank yous spanning decades. <laughs> I will not be the first to break. Yeah, it was originally it. started by my great-great-grandmother who was thanking her sister... <laughs> Then for making for a beautiful Christmas pudding. <laughs> Every generation since has taken over the polite courtesy of thanking you in order to keep relations good. I think these days, though, right? Back in the day, social media, social media wasn't a thing. You didn't really sometimes know what some of your family members were doing. I mean, now you can just look at their Facebook or Twitter and it's like... Just uh, go down to Greg's and get myself a pasty. Just uh, here's me to me. It's you know I mean, it's it's all in your face, right? But True. now, but back then, you know, it was you what you you know you you open their Christmas card and it was like, dear Lewis, just popped down to Greg's and got myself a pasty. What a lovely Christmas day it is. Hope you're doing well. Included is your five dollar gift voucher for Greg's. <laughs> Jimmy, it's, that was that was how it was back then. Also. Men never need this 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 communication, right? Two men can have a year apart and they still consider each other best buds, you know, right. and just not say a thing. Man, um, whereas it's so if a true. woman has a reply to a text in in you know seven hours, they're like, "Oh my god, are we still friends? I don't does, know. Does, does she, she still like me? me? What did they say wrong? Oh, oh my god, do I look okay in this?" And they were just both just waiting for the other one to reply. You know, that's, yeah. that's how it works. That's kind of how it works. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, guys are totally different, right? <laughs> Jesus. Guys, oh yeah, women, oh women, eh? What we we, talk, we talk them? about this all the time, but it's so true. <laughs> we don't understand you know, them. We never will. We don't understand them at all. Like uh, they're uh. so emotional over weird stuff too. Like it doesn't make any sense, you know? Yeah, I don't. Might be unreasonable. Yeah, about the. Uh, there's this, my husband keeps going up the loft. I keep hearing ho-ho-hoing from up there and the sound of a There's whip. a lot of clicking as well. I think he's like, he seems to be turning off and on a light switch all the time. <laughs> Possibly LED, I'm not sure. Um, it's really I hear clanging as he tries to, he's, 
I think he must be like this, trying to put the Christmas tree back in the box, or he's he's beating someone with a pipe. Man, every every time I go up there, though, I'm like, fuck! It'd be really nice to have this plate like converted and useful. <laughs> and then <laughs> like I'm a always like, dad garage. you know, we could put up a partition here, and we could put in like a sunroof, and we could put this. We could hide the kids up here. But wait, hang on a second. How the hell is anyone going to get up here? Because it's one of those retractable ladders to get up. And then I'm I'll, just I'll like, tell you oh, what they do oh, when, when we had our loft done. They they rejig the corridor below it a bit, and you put a staircase in so it's quite a big job like they, I mean, they have to move some walls like it's not a small job but you get like a whole nother floor of your house like yeah when we, we had it done it was it's changed the house completely we have so much more space than we did i just don't know and, who i mean is, i'm in there right I now i don't know who i dislike enough to put up there though like it's not well it's uh, not a it's nice, a nice well, big room right I yeah but it's the it, slanted roofs you. and stuff you know like yeah i know i'll probably end up up there right but but <laughs> so, they, it, it's slanted roofs but they flatten one out so oh, you, right. you don't live in a triangle it's more like a rhombus. Oh, okay. Right? So they sort a of rhombus. They, they take one of the, the the sloping bits and they flatten it, and they oh. put a skylight in there. So then you can have either one huge room. You can have your little bathroom up there if you want. I've never gone for that. We we had another room put in. So that's my office that I'm in now. And then the bedroom is next door, which is a problem if it's a really intense game of Dota and I'm shouting a lot. Misses the main bedroom. Mrs. F is asleep. Is right next door. So right. it's not ideal. I looked into soundproofing. I contacted multiple soundproofing companies to see if it was possible. They, they all said, no, it's not yeah. possible to soundproof your room. I was like, really? They're like, yes. I was like, isn't yeah. soundproofing a thing? They were like, yeah, it is, but not what you want it for. I was like, oh. You really need to get like a garage that's not attached to your house, man. That's the best. <laughs> yeah, that's the I can yell out here until I'm blue in the face. Nobody can hear me. It's great. I mean, I, God knows what the neighbors must think. Because when I'm shouting, they, they must, they have their loft converted and they're in the next room. So they they must hear me screaming at one in the morning. Man, maybe they're big fans. Maybe they're on the stream. They're like, <laughs> yeah, this is something. just a bonus. I can actually hear them through the wall. But that would we're be just, something. We're sitting here cuddled up together in bed watching Flax play whatever, and we can hear them. It's like like we're there. Wow. God, I hope not. Yeah. It'd be weird, right? <laughs> it'd be a little yeah, bit weird. Be weird. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fucking, you wake up every morning, go outside, pick up the milk, and like... Great stream last night, Flax. Oh, <laughs> thanks, buddy. Thanks. thanks, 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 Bill. How's how's Margaret doing? Here's a preview for tonight. That's what you'll hear about midnight, and then this. You'll hear that about one in the morning. Um. So, have you guys been playing any video games lately? Do you guys still play video games? Yeah, what? I do. Been playing all bunch of stuff. So you yeah. know the way you guys, or I should say us guys, because we're going to be there next week, are doing the Jingle Jam. So yeah. mm-hmm. my boy Monticus, shout out to Monticus, who's like the anchor of my stream, if you like. Um, he, he organizes a lot of stuff. He's, he's like he's like my bro. He yeah. set up something called Gamergeddon. Okay, right. which is just a month of different games because normally I just play Dotes, obviously, and CS:GO and stuff. So we've been doing different games every night, um, and it's been really good. Like we did Secret Hitler. I've never played Secret Hitler before um, on the tabletop simulator thing. We did like Town of Salem and Solaris and stuff. So it's been a nice break because you know me, I'm normally like a one or two game kind of person, and I'll just play that game night after night. Relentlessly. I saw you were mixing it up, and that's very sounds very healthy. It's a lot of fun actually, and. Um, it's it's interesting because one thing I'd forgotten about when you're streaming is certain people want to play certain games, but not others. So when you play so-and-so games, suddenly you get other people that you recognize from the stream actually playing. Because they're like, oh, I play that. It's like, oh, that's interesting because I've never played Dota with this guy, but they like to play Town of Salem or whatever. I just thought it was interesting. Like, it, it opens it up a bit more because I, like, I try to... 
we've got like a little community thing going on, you know, on the Discord and everything like that. So yeah, I think it's nice. It's actually changed my opinion of uh, what game I, game I'm going to stream. I'm, I'm going to try and open it up a bit more regularly because normally I'll play Dota, 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 and then I'll be like, oh shit, XCOM, and play that for like a week solidly, and then just go back uh-huh. to Dota again. Yeah. I saw you play Battle Brothers on stream. Oh my god, that fucking, fucking that game. game. It's so hard. Why is it so ridiculously ball-achingly hard? You get to a point where you just lose a battle and you're like, well, I'm fucked. Yeah, you're fucked. Like, there there is an Iron Man mode. I I I mean, XCOM's a little bit like that. Oh, no, dude, this is completely different. Because in XCOM, you've got some control, for one thing. You see the odds of a shot landing, and you're kind of surprised if you miss, like, a whole bunch of shots. And you can plan ahead, and it's turn-based in a way where you can keep range and all the rest of it. Whereas this is like... Okay, the enemy goes first. Like, it's not turn like your turn, their turn. It's more like, all right, the initiative means that this guy goes first. He has a crossbow. Your guy doesn't have a shield. He shoots your guy. Your guy is dead. Turn one. You're like, well, what the fuck? Like, what am I meant to do about that? Or there are monsters that are almost unbeatable. With but the, that, that you've never seen before either. Yeah, you're not just even like, introduced to them. These ones you're just like walking along, and your guys are scared and run away. It's like a one skull quest. You're like, go and clear out this fucking hut full of skeletons. You're like, no problem. You go there. It's like, oh, it's ghosts. I wonder what they do. Ah, oh, my guys are dead. What yeah, the fuck? It's so, so Okay, bad. I guess that six-hour playthrough is over. I'll start again. But that's why it's you've like, got to save scum. Like, I save scum the shit out of it. Because some of the fights, like, the terrain will just be bad. You'll start, and they'll all be on a hill, and you're at the bottom of a hill. Rip. Reload. You can't do it. You cannot get up that hill in time. They'll own you. Or you spawn in, and there's, like, eight bandits, and four of them are archers. You're going to lose, like, three or four guys. Exactly, but it's a great, great game. Like I think if you, I think people who play it a lot really get to know it, right? And they get like they recruit a load of shitty like beggars and stuff and throw them out to their death at the front row. You know, maybe it's like, people play it in a really like different. I'm sure you've got to like, the shit out of it. To, um, I, I also it, yeah. think that it, it's so grindy that it actually a lot of the game is just grinding. Like it's no, the the progression is not like an XCOM where you feel, especially the most recent one. There's like a mission and you get a little bit of technology each time and, you know, you can get items and you level up your guys. It's kind of exciting. The level ups in this are like your dude leveled up and you can now add two to his melee skill, which is 51. So now you have 53. Yeah. You're like, wow. To the point what a where it's like such a tiny upgrade yeah. that a random statted new guy might already be better. I mean, it's um, ma- it seems to be mainly about the gear you have, like the heavier your armor the better your chance of actually making it through the battle and stuff. But it's just, I don't it's know, definitely, it's super grindy. It's definitely worth a look Sips Battle Brothers. It's nuts. The guy don't doesn't do it, Sips. anymore. Don't do it, um, okay. Yeah. I won't. I won't do it. I've got I've got stuff to play. But the thing is, there's anyway, so few so. games like it. And I love that style of game. So I play it and I hate myself for doing it. And I hate the grind. Any game where there's one of the tips on the loading screen is it's fun to lose. I'm like, fuck you. I know what you've done. I already know what this game is going to be from that one comment. It's going to be, oh, fuck off. My white, what the, f- oh, come on, like that. And you're going <laughs> to yeah. have to reload. It's fun yeah. to lose. It's not fun to lose. Especially, it's fun. To, it's, it's fine to lose, I think would be it, the better way fun. to put it. It's fun to lose um, sometimes if it's not too bullshitty, right? But right. if it if it feels really unfair and bullshitty, then it sucks to lose. It's not I think fun any, at all. anytime it's out of your hands. Yeah. Like if I lose a game of Dota, I know yeah. that we either got outdrafted or outplayed or we yeah. fucked up. I, yeah. I like that. I don't mind. But if I lose because some fucking monster just goes Rawr! and kills my guy in one shot, I'm like, there's nothing I could have done about that. Yeah. Like you didn't give me a chance to not die. It, I just died. It's just, oh, you just got unlucky. It's like, that's not a mechanic in any game. I hate that. I absolutely hate that. Same. God, I hate that. So, um, so guys, 
we didn't do a podcast last week, so I wasn't able to tell you about The Apprentice. Oh, um, but I watched it last night, and it was it was just much much of the same. That surprises me. A couple me. times I had to close my eyes. Uh, it was uh, I don't understand. This is one thing I'll never understand about that show. In in what world would you ever develop a product and brand it, and then turn up to a pitch um, for like a big retail uh giant you know pitching your product to them um and then why would you do like a gimmicky dance or something stupid and (laughs) awkward like that like who would ever think that that's a good idea like i i'm not even very business minded but i would never do that i would go in i would say hi this is what we've made it's really good um we're, we're happy with the branding but it can change if you if you need it to change and you know there you go. Do you want to, do you want to buy some of these? And I would leave. Like I, you know, I wouldn't ham it up or anything. I wouldn't yeah. do a dance, nothing. I'd just be like, hopefully this product just speaks for itself and you guys think that you can sell it. You know what I mean? Mm. You're talking to business people. It's not an advert. That's it. Like yeah. these people just like, you know, they 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 want to make money. I I want to make money. There there's no dancing involved in that. Like <laughs> But yeah, so anyway, they they go to this pitch and they fucking start dancing and stuff and it was just so fucking painfully awkward. It was yeah. nuts like these. I don't know what kind of crack they're smoking and honestly, I don't even want any of that kind of crack that they're smoking if it makes <laughs> you act like that. You like, want some Alan Sugar crack, the good shit. I've laid on some crack pipes. For yeah, you I've guys. laid on some crack for the for the, the boys and the girls. The winners of this girls. week's uh, challenge will get a shitload of crack and yeah. some hookers. So go nuts! <laughs> I've laid right. on some hookers. <laughs> some laid on, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, so he laid on um, he laid on a bunch of crack for the contestants this week. It, it appears, and um, and they had some uh, some bad side effects of them performing a dance in front of a, a sales pitch which well is, i think you should try the next series of lego masters when that comes out because Le- the, oh yeah and you know what i watched some of that oh, that's the one great. where kids make um there, uh, uh, there's uh, like kids with adults yeah right and sometimes just that two adults yeah that's yeah that's true uh, actually like yeah. It, yeah it mixes it up but I, I i loved it my kids love that show i love that show so yeah, we, 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 watched, we watch um, it together it's a great show they just finished the, uh, just finished this week I've cried every single episode. Whenever they send the kids home, the kids are crying, the host is crying, I'm crying. Because these little kids have had their heart broken, you know, they built this shitty Lego thing and it fell over and they had to get knocked out. It's sad and it's tragic. I think it's, yeah, I think it's kind of cruel to subject kids to that, though, at, no, at that the, age. The young lads were like, yeah, we didn't expect to get this far, we think we did really well, good luck to the other teams. And they're like 10. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. That's the most uh, mature little kid. That is so cool. Yeah. Like the, the little kids were the ones that could hack it. They were like, yeah, we did great. I had a great time. There's the adults who were like, oh, God. <laughs> it's tragic. But like there was a father and daughter couple who did really well. And, and I was, he was like really proud of his daughter. I was welling up. I was like, oh. Like oh, I just love. Was that it shit. like one of those things where like the daughter's like, "Hey, Dad, maybe we should do this." No, no, I know exactly <laughs> what we're like gonna that. do. I know exactly the pieces that we need. Go and get some red blocks, you little piece of shit. We're gonna do this. We're gonna win the whole thing. I, I, I get. I feel like that's every adult on that show. It somehow, happened a little bit. Like the, there yeah. was this one. It was an uncle and his nephew, and you could tell the uncle was like, "Just, just hand me the 
the blocks. Just hand me the blocks as I asked for them, and, and you can build like the little accessories or whatever. And he was like building this big head. They had to build a head of Johnny Vegas, like a bust right. of Johnny so Vegas. So he's just using the kid as like a prop. The like, kid was to, just to justify him himself yeah. being on the show. Sort it of felt thing. a bit like that because yeah. his head was garbage. Like it was, the, but the little. Whenever he got the kid involved, the kid was really good and inventive and imaginative, and this guy was just kind of not. So it was like. They kept saying, why can't he see that this he needs to involve his nephew more if his build is going to be any good? Oh, my God. That's so embarrassing. Like, imagine watching back that footage and oh, hearing be, yeah, that criticism be. of yourself. Also, it is edited as well. Bear that in mind. It's, sure, it's, it's but all edited. still, like, Jesus. I mean, he seemed that, like a nice guy, and his nephew was really, you know, he's obviously his cool uncle who has, like, a million Lego blocks in his garage. But it was just... It was just, I just kind of felt like, man, get that kid involved, front and center, because he's really good. Yeah. Sounding yeah. less and less normal. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, cool, cool is oh, oh, oh. cool is not, not the term I would use for that uncle. Enough conversion. Well, not cool by our standards. No, but cool by a kid's standards. Uh, I mean, I, guess I bet so, he yeah. thinks he's his cool uncle. He yeah. doesn't think, yeah, my uncle's really lame. He's into all the same stuff as I am. And I he like fucking watches anime all day long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I watched a bit of that show. It's pretty good. I liked it. Recommended. I mean, Recommended. I mean, I don't I don't actually really like The Apprentice that much, but it's like watching a car crash or a train crash. Well, you're watching yeah, the same way I'm watching The Haunting of Hill House, like through your fingers. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. But it's different. Different yeah, kind it's of different, horror. It's a different type of horror, yeah. It's I mean, psychological I think, horror. I always feel like a bit torn when I watch The Apprentice because I can see what they're doing is wrong. But at the same time, I'm not an expert. You know, like I don't know what I would do in that situation. But, but all I know is that what they're doing is not right. Yeah. <laughs> I, could, I, I don't know. It's. <laughs> I don't know much, but I know what I don't like. I yeah, don't like I know this. what I don't like. And it's all these contestants, every single one of them. God damn. Is it, is it, just, the, the, is it just the people? Like, is it just the culture? Is it, is it just like that whole thing? Because... We had it's, the BBC come down to do a little interview with us yesterday, right, on the Jingle Channel. Yeah, I know, yeah. I heard, yeah. Pam came down, and she's lovely, and she came down with her camera lady, who is um, who was, I'm not saying old, but um, she, I think she said she was 55. Right. Um, and she's sort of quite That's scrawny, like 30 these days, you know. Scrawny like- lady holding this huge camera. And obviously they're a two-man team. You know, they go out and they film local stories and stuff and bring them back. And then the news decides what's actually going to go on the news, right? Right. But they were very much like they knew they only, they got excited because Bryony from the Great British Bake Off came down onto the Jingle Jam. And I think that was like the lead story. It wasn't necessarily that we were involved. It was no. that Bryony was doing something. She's a local celebrity. Right. And she's helping out with a charity initiative. Okay. Because um, so, she was on Bake Off. Is that right? Because she was a Bake Off runner-up. Wow. That's amazing. Did uh, she bring down some cakes? Well, we were on the Bake Off as well, so does that make us celebrities? It was the Jurassic Bake Off. It was a different one. The real one, (laughs) but it was... I guess that does make us... It's still a Bake Off, so... It was really good, that, actually. Um, I really enjoyed that summer day with Game Grumps. That was fucking awesome, actually. It was really, um, really hot. Remember how hot it was? So so they came down, they were on the boat. They were like, oh, we're very excited to beat Bryony. I was like, okay, cool, great. Um, She's she's down in the boat. She's just getting ready to go on camera. So is Bryony the feminine for Brian? Right, good you question. Just put, you just Ask put her. like in. Ask her. Should have, should have asked Question that. one, Bryony. Is that the feminine version of the name Brian? <laughs> yeah. Sure. 
All right, well, do some that baking. That'll be the answer. Ask her that next time answer. for me, okay? And if you're too embarrassed to ask, just say, my friend Flax really wants to know. Fuck off. No, don't rope me into this. She's gone now. No. I'm not going to be able to ask her. I haven't got get a personal phone number. Get her, get her back. WhatsApp her. Say, her say, by the way, Bryony, her Twitter handle is the first result for Bryony on Google. And she, the only Bryony on the internet, according to Google, is... She's the most famous Bryony. She is. Yeah. I've got a, a stepsister called Bryony. She's not or, even on Or you. wait, is Brianna the 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 feminine for Brian? Because there's always a feminine, like, you know, for like Christopher, it's like Christine or Christina. Uh, for Steve, it's uh, Stevie. For like, you know, George, it's Georgina. Like there's always a, an equivalent, right? You have to try to find, I'll tell you what though, what, what do you think the feminine name for Kevin is? Um, Kevina? Mm. Kevini. Kevinette. Kendra. Kevleen. Kevin, female name. These are not real names. The variant Kavan is anglicized from Kavan, an Irish diminutive form. The feminine version of the name is Kevin. Kiva. Kiva, Kiva or Quiva? Quiva. <laughs> it can't be Quiva. Quiva nice. is short for Queen Latifah. Quiva. I like that. <laughs> Lewis. Lewis is, of course, Quiva. Louise. What what's uh, what's the um, what's the feminine for Ted or Theodore? What would Ed, it be? Edwina. Edwina. Ed, Edwina. Yeah, that's the, yeah, the you see that. feminine version. Edwina. That's got to be for Edward, though, right? Yeah, but that's what my name is, Edward. Tedward. Yeah. Tedward. Theodore. That's the name I've been called before. Tedward. Theodore. When my friends want to mock me for being once upon a time living in America, they call me Theodore. Theodore. Foresight. Theodore! Like that. Nice. It's a very American presidential name. It, it is. is a very presidential name. Speaking of presidents, George Bush Sr., did you guys hear? He passed away. He was I like 95 years old. Yep, dude did it all. He did it all. He was a, he was a World War II vet as well. He, he bombed um, stuff, didn't he? Yeah. In the war. Or Probably. Japan or whatever. Yeah. Something like that. Something important. He single-handedly bombed Japan. Yeah. Just him. George... Someone needs to drop some bombs on Japan, and I'm thinking you're the young fella for the task. What do you say? Anything to do to help out the war effort, sir? That's a good answer, boy. Now get in your plane and going to drop those bombs on the Japanese. <laughs> drop ja- them all on the Japanese. Oh, them, they're Japanese. <laughs> drop them on the Japanese. <laughs> Make sure you hit the islands, or some of them are living on the islands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. But not that North Sentinel Island. North they're on our side. Those boys are going to live on forever thinking <laughs> that it's the war. <laughs> Leave some of them boys raggling around out there to remind the Japanese they lost. Let's right. <laughs> remember, George, Japanese, not Sentinelese. Don't get them mixed up, boy. Don't you get them mixed up. Don't you do it. So, um, so guys, I still play Red Dead Redemption every day, Red Dead Redemption 2. And uh, every day I think I make a lot of progress. And uh, every day I make like 0.3% progress. Even though I do missions and stuff, I don't know what the fuck is going on. But this the game is huge. There's it's all the too, collectibles and all the things like do. dino bones and stuff like that. You've got oh, yet. did you find all those? No, I found none. I found the lady okay. who said... Help me yeah, find yeah. dino bones. I looked, I found none. But the, the problem is that... I found four so I, far. I got caught up in a storyline. In the last two or three days, I got caught up in the storyline and just caned it through right. and finished the game. 
Um, so I kind of, I want to go back and play it again, but um, I don't know whether to oh, wait for the PC I know what you version. mean. It's the old Skyrim, the old Seal problem of, if you came the main storyline, you feel like you don't want to explore the world anymore and you feel like you're done. I'm but doing you both at the same do the time. side quests too yeah. much, you get bored of the game. I like the, um, I don't know if you came across these side quests, but the, the two brothers that are trying to impress the woman. Yeah. You, you have to like shoot bottles off their head yeah, and punch so them funny. in the balls Kick and them stuff. in the nuts as hard as yeah. you can. I love that. Fuck me, that's funny. Yeah, I like that one. Rockstar, very good. I mean, the story I think is, is done really well. This very, very adult, very self, self. What very happened not, very to good. rewind to Triforce episode a few weeks ago? I don't care about Red Dead. Don't care. Not interested. Don't care. Yeah, you were all about Fallout seventy six back then. Macho Man Randy Lewis with his fucking I don't cares. Well, that's well, right, Macho what, Man Randy. Said. Let me tell you something about <laughs> Red Dead Redemption. Care about it. Metro <laughs> Man Lewis Brindley doesn't care about Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, that's right. And now look at him come crawling back. Yeah, now he's on. I'm kind of glad. Game of the year. I love it. I can't stop playing so, it. I, let me just talk a little bit about try to play the online. Me and Ben and Tom and Shin have played the online for about oof, about eight or nine, maybe ten hours. And yeah. um, obviously, there's not much to do. But also, no. just doing it's stuff. It's really hard it to hard, make money as well. We've managed Jesus. to raise about seventy bucks between yeah, us. It's and we hard. Two hundred to form a posse. Yeah, a permanent posse, which is insane. I think they they said they're going to make some econo- economic changes, but I mean, day, even like, even just to get a, a like a, a bog standard rifle is like two hundred and twenty bucks, and you need to be rank like whatever, and you don't rank up that quickly. Fishing, you need to be rank fourteen to even buy a fishing rod. Well, this like, is what I saw on Reddit. It's like the only way to make money in the game is to do fishing, and I'm like, yeah. Fuck that. I mean, there, were, there was a lot of chat in the thread about, uh, like, as if it was totally reasonable. Uh, hi, does anyone know anyone who needs a job, maybe in China, that I could pay minimum wage to uh, work, do play the game for me and raise some money? Because, you know, I, I really, I'm lazy and uh, I got better things to do with my time. Uh, is <laughs> but, there any but, way we could pay real money to get stuff in the game? People like begging wow. for microtransactions. Oh, like, my God. Not even joking. That's crazy. That is crazy. That's the world we've come to. Um, on the topic of uh, of Macho Man Randy Savage, there is a there is a inter- I can't rem- remember the name of the podcast actually. But Joe Rogan the- Experience. Yes, and they had uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. Yes, it's a really on- good episode. Yeah, they, it was he, awesome. he talks about Fuck. Andre the Giant. Did you hear about yeah, Andre yeah, the Giant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy he was like a, a chaperone for him. Like when before he was like actually pro, he was like uh, like doing like refereeing and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but this is before Jake the Snake was pro not before Andre yeah, yeah. so Andre was yeah. a pro at the time and he had to drive him around didn't he That's right yeah and he was telling the story about um how Andre the Giant like in between shows Jake the Snake had to drive him to like the next show and it was like 80 miles away uh, and Andre the Giant was like beer <laughs> he's yeah. like oh okay I'll yeah I'll get you some beer for the trip no problem he's just like sitting in the back of this van so he goes in and buys like a like a case of beer, twenty-four beers. No, he buys two cases. He's he thinks he just wants a six-pack. Yeah, yeah. He's like, How so much he goes do you in. Want? He buys. Two he cases. buys like he buys like a reasonable amount of beer, and then Andre the Giant's like two cases. <laughs> so he's like, what two twenty-four cases? And he's like. Two cases. So he goes and buys two cases of, of beer. So 48 beers just for Andre the Giant, just for this 80-mile trip. 
and he doesn't pee once and he finishes all of the beer. Yeah, it was insane. That's insane. It's that the guy was huge too. He, I mean, he also th- said that when he had to take a shit, he had to shit in the bathtub because his ass couldn't fit on a toilet. <laughs> so he would shit in the tub and then just leave the shower running to sort of dissipate the poop down the drain. I'm thinking that's one big poop and one smelly bathroom. Like if you're going into a public toilet and Andre the Giant is coming out, yeah, I'm holding it in. I ain't going he in that a- fucking toilet. Imagine it. You know, know like what people say, an, an absolute unit. I think oh, that he is the Andre the giant, giant was the, the one, right? Like he's... There's nobody bigger. Yeah, Maybe he, Jaws he's, from he's, James Bond, but no, he was a big. Andre the Giant would eat him for breakfast, homie. Andre the Giant. I don't know though. Like it, it would take it. Pounds. It would be a long breakfast. That guy's pretty big. Not not Andre the Giant big, but he's like tall and gangly, and he's got the metal teeth and stuff. That's too, true. Right? He did have metal teeth. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't have know. to miss. That's what Andre the Giant says. <laughs> uh, it's, it's really good. I like that. I mean, I only watched that bit. I didn't watch the the rest of the podcast, but it just it was interesting seeing Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah, you know, it was really good later on in life and his stories. He's really good at sort of telling stories and stuff too. It's interesting. It is weird it's how very like funny. visually, like things can affect your like impression of someone, even if you sort of know them, right? Because me and Hat Films went out to get like facial tattoo well we went out and got some facial tattoos like temporary ones uh just stuck on our face when we were doing this um shoot the other day and like as soon as i turned around to like trot with all these like facial tattoos i was like holy shit and i was suddenly like actually like really scared of him and like for like 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 if i just met him i would be like i would totally be you know, if Andre the Giant loomed up on you with his fucking big metal teeth, you'd be like, "Hey, Andre oh, the Giant shit. had a metal teeth." Well, it was sorry, Jaws no, the Jaws guy. Teeth. I mean, I mean, yeah, um, he was like Lurch, wasn't he? As well, who am I, who am I thinking? Yeah, of he might guy? have been actually. He might Let's have been. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, so, Richard Keel was the guy who played um, the baddie in Moonraker. Dude lived to be seventy-four. Holy he was crap. seven and a half foot tall. Sorry, seven foot and half and one and a half inches tall. I, yeah, normally, guys a, that tall don't make it to fucking seventy four. No, Good I know. Him. Yeah, usually like the taller you are, like uh, how tall is Shaquille O'Neal? He's pretty tall too. He's, he is a big guy. Let's look it up. He's Shaq. still going. I'm pretty sure. Sha- oh, he's alive. Of course, he's alive. He's only forty six. Shit, Shaq is only three years and a bit older than me. Wow, he's four <laughs> and years. Look what older he's than accomplished. Me. I know. He's, he's on Space Jam. A legend. I know. Fucking unbelievable! The Shaq fifteen time baby. NBA All Star. Fifteen. Yeah, oh, he time. was incredible, though. I mean, the thing is, like, he didn't even need to jump to get a slam dunk. Like, yeah. he just he just walk up to the he's, net. He's 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 half an inch shorter than Jaws from Moonraker. About that. Jesus. Yeah, he's a fucking Shaq is an absolute unit as well. Yeah, he is. If you ever watch um, Inside the NBA, I don't know. I don't really even like basketball that much, but I really love that show. That is a funny show. He is very funny on that. Him and Charles Barkley. Very funny. Though they those two were always pretty funny. Like they were always like in their in their prime. They were always on commercials and they they did appearances on like Saturday Night Live and yeah. stuff. Like they, they were always sort of, you know, for 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 sports personalities, they they had like good crossover and stuff. I mean, if you think about what fame has done to those guys and and money and everything, they're still funny and seem like nice guys. Yeah. If you think about what it did to Dennis Rodman. Obviously, he's gone the other way, and he's insane. Yeah, well, it happens. It's just you know, it's the way, it's the ebb and flow of life. That that life, isn't it? Yeah. He was like a punchline for every fucking late night guy's jokes. 
blah, 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 Dennis Rodman. Ah! Yeah, like, uh, like, it's just, you know, it's whatever, like, the... All it takes for you is to be like in the in the limelight for two seconds for doing something stupid, and then you'll be the the butt of jokes on yeah. late night for like a, blah, blah, a blah, month blah, or, Bill Clinton. Or more. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Monica Lewinsky. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. God, yeah. Monica Lewinsky is another one. There's... Fuck. That's why I fucking hate that celebrity based humor that a lot of those shows have. It's it could be any joke, and they just insert celebrity name at the end. Yeah, of or course. Insert whatever name the of product. whatever like the like the 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 go to. You know, let's talk about or roast this celebrity. That's that's like the the butt of the jokes for the time that they're relevant in that capacity or whatever. It's, oh, it's, it's so always tedious. been like that. I bet yeah. you could take the monologue. Here's here's a here's a um, here's a, a project for any listener or viewer. a challenge. Challenge, challenge yourself. Challenge you. I want you to take the opening monologue from like a Johnny Carson or one of those old school. Yeah, from like twenty show, years ago, and see if you can just replace the names with other celebrities now. And see if it's almost the exact same monologue. I'd be interested to see if that would be a thing. See if you can do same that. Same jokes. Yeah, same yeah, jokes and just drop any other names in there for celebrities that are even halfway relevant. And I bet it's the exact same fucking monologue. Yeah. You've just described the Trifles podcast. <laughs> and send all your submissions to lewisbrinley at hotmail.co.uk when you're done. Lewisbrinley14 at hotmail.co.uk. Yeah. Hey, don't dox me. <laughs> <laughs> Hotmail. God. Holy Shout shit. out to your friends that still use Hotmail and you think, why? <laughs> How? Lewis, Lewis Brindley at blueyonder.co.uk. AOL.com. Perfect. Yeah. Got those CDs hanging in my garden. Yeah. I think we're going to have to cut this short because I've got a stream. And we're actually going to be back next week live. Live. Hopefully, we'll try and get this one put out. We should have an opening monologue. We should do an opening monologue like those TV shows. Sure, let's do it. Everybody you can write it. <laughs> okay, I'll try and write one. Okay. No, no, get our user to write it, and then we'll just replace names with um, yeah, a drop in like the Yogscast references and shit like <laughs> yeah. that. And we'll see if we can addict. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you. I hope you guys don't have any uh, spooky nightmares about Santa being in your attic. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. About it. We'll see you. Uh, see you, see you soon. all. Yeah. Goodbye. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.